Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level. So today,、um, I want to、uh, go more in depth on one of the posts that I put up about Obama's、uh, birthday party, and、um, the term here that is getting popular now in the states is "rules for thee, not for me." So this is basically a double standard, meaning that you have one standard for one person. And another standard for another person.、Um, the, by the way, is just old English, and it means you. Okay, so the reason why they keep saying the is because it rhymes with me, right? Rules for the, not for me. So it rhymes.、Um, yeah, this party that Obama held,、um, it's getting a lot of criticism because, as you know,、uh, Obama and his Democratic Party—they've been warning. You know the United States and the world about how dangerous this Delta variant is, and even people who are vaccinated are not safe. But yet, you know, they're partying, they're just partying and having a good time. No masks, no social distancing. So what's going on? Well, there's a follow-up to this story because、uh, the people and some parts of the media, the ones that are not under the control, were not totally under the control of the government. They spoke out. They said, "Hey, what's this double standard?" And the response from the CDC or some branch、um, said, "Well, they're vaccinated, but they're also sophisticated." Now, <laughs> what this really means is that, well, first, before I get into that, you have to understand what sophisticated means. Sophisticated means different things on different. Nouns, okay. So a sophisticated system means the system is complex. It's not easy. It's got many parts to it. But it's a positive word, right? So if you call people sophisticated, you're basically saying that they're high quality. They're, you know, highly intellectual. They're they're smart. They've got a good sense of taste, whatever, cultured. So that's what it means if you call people sophisticated. Um. So what? This reply means is that, well, they're vaccinated and they're sophisticated. Meaning, it's okay for them to have a party without masks and social distancing because they're high-level people. You know, they know what they're doing. They're not dumb. Okay, because the opposite of sophisticated is unsophisticated. So unsophisticated is a negative word, and you use that to kind of criticize people who, you know. Or, for example, just for example, from the countryside, they didn't get much of an education, you know. Or, for example,、uh, people here would like to, sometimes they they refer to people from Southeast Asia or some inner parts of China as unsophisticated because, you know, they're just not that high in level. So back to what I was saying about their response. So by saying that they're sophisticated, they're saying that yeah, yeah. It's okay because we know what we're doing. We're very knowledgeable. We're high quality. We're we're responsible. Whatever. But you guys, the rest of you Americans, are obviously not sophisticated. So, you know, these rules apply to only you, not Obama and those other, I should say, elites, right? So there's clearly a double standard here, and、um, I think that's just. Part of the reason why more and more Americans are getting upset about this、um, obvious 
double standard. Well, so, you know, that's my thought. Um, personally, I, I know why there is such a negative response to this. I can see that anytime there's some kind of discrimination against class, this happens. Okay, so the next thing then that, um, that comes to my mind is this, this phenomenon that I'm seeing, especially this year with the pandemic. I've learned so many things about life and people in general from this pandemic, and I feel compelled to share some of that. So one thing is this, this um, saying that I learned a long time ago, and it reappeared in my mind recently because it's so relevant. And that is, it's easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled. So what this really means is that, basically that's what it means, it's pretty straightforward. It's easy to fool someone. It's very hard to convince them that they have been fooled. And why is that? Well, um, in modern advanced psychology and cognitive science, they have an explanation for this phenomenon. And that, that basically comes down to two things, and I'd like to share these two with you. The first is what we call confirmation bias. And that just means that once you have an idea or you have a, you have a belief, you start looking for evidence to support that. So for example, if you think you have some you know, weird disease, you'll start Googling it, and then when you see some search results about it, it's gonna confirm your suspicion or belief, and you're gonna keep thinking about it. We do this all the time, right? If I'm suspicious that my roommate is stealing something from me, I'm gonna start looking for evidence to confirm this assumption. So this is called a confirmation bias. So once you believe, once you've been fooled, you're gonna start looking for evidence to believe this, this, um, this fooled thing, right? Um, it's hard for you to look elsewhere because you already bought into it. And the second phenomenon that um, occurs is what we call the law of consistency. Now, our minds do not like to be inconsistent. We want to be the same. So if we already made up our minds, if we choose to believe something, and then suddenly we, we, we kind of change our minds about it, we, we don't like that. It bothers us. Also, it creates doubt, because then we're not sure of anything. And plus, there's social pressure, right? You know how many times you feel you have to be consistent. So once you say something, you don't want to make people feel like you don't mean what you say. So this is just the way we are designed, our brain is designed. Once we commit to something in our mind, um, it's better for us to remain um, in that position. So you can imagine now you have these two very strong forces. So once you've been convinced of something that's not true, you've been fooled by it um, and you believe it, the longer the time, the longer the time passes, the more um, firm you will be in your belief and the less you'll be able to be convinced otherwise. And one more thing I should add, and that is your ego. So once, let's say someone presents a lot of strong evidence to convince you, and you know, in you, you know this evidence is, is, is valid. And let's say you manage to 
overcome your confirmation bias and your law of consistency bias, I should say. The last barrier is your ego because your ego wants to protect you from embarrassment, from shame, you know, whatever. And it hurts. It just hurts to be wrong. So, you know, your, your emotions take over and you decide to, you know, maybe look the other way, ignore it, or just dismiss it. Ah, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Oh, whatever. You know, and then, and then you don't want to face that. So that's something that I think happens to everyone at some point in their lives. Um, it has happened to me many times. I'm not proud to say that. It, it's just something that I have to uh, accept and admit. And, um, you know, so with this new perspective, I think a lot about the world today and all the cliche that's going on, you know, about having an open mind and being flexible. When I hear people say that, I don't really believe it, you know? It's just being polite. It's being politically correct, right? Because you're, no one's gonna say, I'm narrow-minded. No, I, I only believe what I believe. So what they do is they put on a smile and they just say, yeah, okay, sure. Mm. You know, even the government says that, right? The government pretends and they say, oh, we're open to everything. No, they're not. They just listen to you, but in their hearts, they already have a um, certain belief, a certain position. So to me, that's not real. That's not a real open mind, that's like fake. Um, and I, I, I've noticed that. And I've noticed that about myself too. So to really have an open mind is to, what I think is to have what we call a beginner's mind, right? Beginner's mind is you have to let go of all this knowledge that you think you know, that you identify with, and be open to it. Again, this kind of goes back to one of my earlier podcasts about having a growth mindset. And that also, to me, has been a very powerful and effective way of learning faster. Because once you have this mindset of growth, you're open to growth. But, you know, this thing is so popular these days, this growth mindset thing. I mean, a lot of companies, they, they hire trainers to talk about it and give a workshop on it. But in the end, after the workshop, I've talked to uh, many people about this, and they give me some very on-the-surface answer about what a growth mindset is. And to be honest, I think it's a bit too, um, too, too simplified, I should say. But that's for another topic. Back to um, what I'm saying. So you see, there's always a connection, right? It's, 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 a lot of it is in the mind. So once you have this growth mindset, it's, more, it's easier, I should say, for you to get into a beginner's mind. And with that, you kind of gently set aside your ego and you're open to learning. And, and um, you're not so afraid of being wrong. Uh, I know this is easier said than done, but you know, I'm just sharing what I, I know and what I, my thoughts about it, what I've observed. Um, and so back to um, why I've noticed this about it's easier to fool people than to convince them they've been fooled is this whole idea about this pandemic. Um, we've been, I think, fooled by a clever propaganda campaign. And some of us swallowed our pride. We just admitted that we got fooled. And it hurt, you know, it felt bad, but then we, we just kind of moved on from it and started to see things. And those people who couldn't let go of that, they would just, you know, keep buying into it. And so far, I've only been able to successfully convince 
the very few people very close to me. Um, and it was no easy job. And every one of them, when I finally was able to make them see what was really going on, they, they shared with me that it was hard for them because they felt stupid. But fortunately, because they know me and we're really close, so they know that I won't be judging them. And I think that, that was when I discovered the importance of ego and how you need to really consider that for a person. Maybe they do want to um, be convinced they've been fooled, but their ego stops them because the ego is very protective. Okay, so in the end, um, I think that These factors combined um, kind of produced where we are today. And these are very powerful and emotional factors. Um, so, you know, that's about all the time I have for today. I guess in conclusion, it's just something that we should be aware of and it's it reminds me I should say that we need to um, be more careful about what we choose to be convinced of to me that's a real open mind not once you've already set a certain or you've already taken a certain position and then tell people I'm open-minded about it instead before you take any position you learn to let things in that's a part of next level thinking that's a part of next level living um, it has helped me a lot it puts certain assumptions aside and you don't jump to conclusions it um, helps with your thinking so you're not influenced by certain biases um, in a world today where there's so much information and 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 so much instant information our brains get lazier and lazier we tend to just be overwhelmed by this overflow of information and we just want to jump to a certain conclusion and we have a lot of mechanisms for that which i can discuss or talk more about next time so yeah that's about it for today uh, i hope you enjoyed it um, i look forward to sharing more next level stuff with you guys next time. Okay, bye-bye.